0: Saudi military in Yemen increase their attacks on Houthi rebels. Manslaughter charges against school shooting parents sets new legal precedent. And volcanic eruption kills at least 14 in Indonesia. It's Monday, December 6. I'm Anthony Davis. The Saudi-led coalition, fighting Iran-backed rebels in Yemen, accelerated airstrikes on the capital and elsewhere in the conflict-stricken country in recent weeks, as government forces advanced in the west coast and the key province of Marib, officials said yesterday. The coalition said it hit military facilities in rebel-held Sana'a and launched airstrikes against Houthi front lines in the strategic Marib and Hodeidah provinces. Government forces, meanwhile, seized a major district in Hodeidah province and other areas on Yemen's western coast, military officials from both sides said. The escalation of fighting in recent weeks comes as the rebels repeatedly push back against diplomatic efforts by the UN and US to bring an end to the houthis Marib offensive and missile and drone attacks on Saudi Arabia. The UN and US want the Houthis to engage in negotiations to find a settlement to the years-long conflict in Yemen. Yemen's war began with the 2014 takeover of Sana'a by the Houthis, who control much of the country's north. The Saudi-led coalition entered the war in 2015, determined to restore the government and oust the rebels. The conflict has since become a regional proxy war that has killed tens of thousands of civilians and fighters. Meanwhile, a group of U.S. senators continue to oppose the U.S.'s first major arms sale to the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia over Riyadh's involvement in the conflict in Yemen. A joint resolution of disapproval to block the proposed $650 million in U.S. arms sales to the Kingdom was introduced by Republicans Rand Paul and Mike Lee, as well as Bernie Sanders, who caucuses with Democrats. While many US lawmakers consider Saudi Arabia an important partner in the Middle East, they have criticized the country for its involvement in the war in Yemen, a conflict considered one of the world's worst humanitarian disasters. There is little precedent for the criminal charges against the parents of Ethan Crumbly, the Michigan teenager who fatally shot four of his high school classmates with a handgun on Tuesday. But prosecutors may have a strong case, legal experts said. Detroit police said early on Saturday that the parents, James and Jennifer Crumbly, had been taken into custody. Michigan prosecutors on Friday charged the couple with involuntary manslaughter for buying their son the weapon as a Christmas gift and ignoring warning signs as late as the day of the shooting. They said Jennifer Crumbly wrote in a text message to her son, LOL, I'm not mad at you. You have to learn not to get caught. After a teacher saw him searching for ammunition online during class. The morning of the shooting, a teacher discovered a drawing that Ethan Crumbly had made depicting a handgun, a bullet and a bleeding figure with the words blood everywhere and the thoughts won't stop. Help me. After being summoned to the school and shown the picture, James and Jennifer Crumbly did not take their son home, search his backpack, or ask about the gun, prosecutors said. Some states have laws holding gun owners liable for failing to secure weapons around children, but Michigan does not. That means prosecutors will be relying on traditional criminal law, under which they must prove that the Crumbly's were not merely negligent, but grossly negligent or reckless, experts said. Ethan Crumbly has been charged as an adult, even though he is under 18 The case appears to be the first against parents of a teenage school shooter While other parents have been charged for deaths resulting from unsecured guns Those cases have involved much younger children The eruption of Semeru volcano has killed at least 14 people and injured dozens on Java Island Indonesia's disaster agency said on Sunday as rescue teams searched for victims under layers of ash, sometimes digging with their bare hands Semeru, the tallest mountain on Java, threw up towers of ash and hot clouds on Saturday that blanketed nearby villages in East Java province and sent people fleeing in panic The eruption destroyed buildings and severed a strategic bridge connecting two areas in the nearby district of Lumajang with the city of Malang, authorities said. A BNPB official said in a news conference late on Sunday that 14 people had been killed, nine of whom had been identified, and 56 people suffered injuries, most of them burns. Around 1,300 people have been evacuated, while nine remain unaccounted for. Rescuers in the village of Kura Kobokan found the body of a mother still holding her dead baby, the state news agency Antara reported. Homes and vehicles were almost completely submerged by thick gray ash. Fallen trees blocked roads. The eruption happened very quickly, according to eyewitnesses. Heavy rain is expected for the next three days, which could complicate evacuation efforts, a meteorological agency official said late on Sunday.